What is living in lockdown like? As the world tries to make sense of the coronavirus and South Africa is knee-deep in a government-initiated lockdown, we'll be hearing from different voices what they're up to and how they're handling living in the lockdown. Now, getting to hear from Lerato Chabalala is always delightful, and she's used to sharing stories with the world through media in her columns, in her book, or most recently as content director for PR and influence at Ogilvy. But how is she doing during lockdown? How are you, Siswam? <laughs> Despite the fact that we can't go anywhere and we can't do anything, but how are you holding up? I'm, you know what, I'm good under the circumstances. I think the thing that is um, kind of interesting for me is um, the the reality that we we want the simple thing in life it's actually like the simple things like seeing people laugh and seeing uh being able to walk so those are the things i think i miss the most um but on the whole like i like i'm 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 digging it it's all right you yeah i'm all right um i i think it's challenging for a lot of people especially those people who have um you know they're very very extroverted people i think are having a tougher time than introverts i think people who are very social are struggling a little bit more. I think people who have addictions are having a horrible time. Uh, I know. People who have rocky relationships are having a horrible time. <laughs> oh, man, can I tell you something? I was saying to somebody, I'm like, me and my boyfriend are so lucky we like each other because if we hated each other, we were in trouble. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this lockdown is a bad recipe for relationships that are already struggling. Exactly. And and I was saying to somebody, but they're also a good recipe for relationships that uh, have the potential to grow into something. So mm. you can either see it as good as bad, but definitely there's going to be a lot of unearthing. You know, if you didn't know your person had an addiction, you're going to mm. know now. Um, right. Yeah. Now, where are you locked down? I'm locked down at my little uh, uh, place in uh, Joburg and um, I'm locked down with, like I said, the boyfriend that we are both sort of media people and we've been shooting in the house and he does our work um, for a TV channel for sports. So we have to take uh, turns. My office is the bedroom. Right. His office is actually where I'm sitting right now, which is our uh, dining room. Uh, okay, very good. Now, yeah. are, are you two um, keeping connected with the world through social media, through things like FaceTime and, and Zoom and all of those things? Loads of Zoom calls. I, I've never Zoomed so much in my whole life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, for work, there's a lot of sort of teams, meetings, and um, only the sort of uh, weekend now will I try and FaceTime my mother. We've never FaceTimed mm. before, so wish me luck. Um, yeah. She didn't even want to come to my book launch, so now I'm going to ask her to go on a video uh, on the phone, so <laughs> wish me luck. <laughs> mm. um, I'm going to try and see my niece as well. My niece was born like a month before we went into lockdown, so I'm going to try and have my sister show me the little baby nice. uh, so I can see everybody. But yeah, I mean, I'm not on social as much as I should be because the work... This is the problem, G. The work doesn't stop. I think the problem with working from home is that you don't leave work now. Like work is with you. The the lines are blurred, right? And and if people want you to do something at nine o'clock at night, they don't feel bad about it. Where before you weren't at the office. Um, Now they don't. They don't mind. They think, oh well, you know, she's at home anyway. 
Exactly. Where are you going to go? You haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> so just trying to establish those boundaries has been, the, for me, the most difficult part. Well, talking, you know, but, talking about business, um, how is the advertising and PR business coping with all of this? So I, I was like, this is the one question that I wanted to, because this is the first time I'm talking about this. So when you started, you introduced me by being at Ogilvy. Literally, I was at Ogilvy for seven weeks, then left. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So, yes. So I got headhunted. No, this no, nobody knows this. So this is the first time people are hearing about it. Mm-hmm. So I got headhunted by a little agency called Black Powder, also still advertising. Um, and I started the job and a week later, we had to go into quarantine. Yeah. Um, so starting as a GM of a business and an ECD within a completely new team, and then a week later having to go remotely, was hair raising, hair raising. Like I mean, you I don't, don't even know, know your team, team like, right? You don't even know your staff no, at this point. No, I don't know their capabilities. Wow. I don't. I'm trying to build trust with them. So that was hard. That was really difficult. And what happened is that one of the agencies, why we we had to go into quarantine two weeks before everyone else, was one of the agencies we work with. One of our people um, had. Um, interaction with somebody from another agency who tested positive so we literally had to clear the office wow i had to be like well i have to find normalcy so i think it's been very difficult for the advertising industry there some clients who stopped work and i know some agencies who basically said to people we are letting go of this is like kind of the reverse of what happened in the 90s I'm that old, but like in the 90s and the early 2000s, people kept uh, people who were employed uh, by the business and let go of freelancers. And the inverse is happening now. Like the freelancers are lasting, and people who have worked for agencies for years and years are losing their jobs. So it's it's a difficult time. Yeah, you've certainly had experience in in different jobs and in different places, and as a freelancer, and you know, yes. it's survival of the fittest. It's yeah, tough as nails, huh? Yo, I, the thing about freelancing is that there's no weekend, right? Yeah. So already you're in that mindset that a lot of fully employed people are doing now, which is trying to freelance. But you're so scared now when you're a freelancer because you need to get paid. There's so yeah. many people that as suppliers don't get paid. And I just hope that people who run businesses and who can pay their freelancers please pay your freelancers on time, please. Yeah, because for them, it means they can't pay the rent. They'll get kicked out. They can't buy food. I mean, it's like survival stuff. This is, this is basic. It's not, um, this is not like luxuries. No, no, it's, it's real. Um, now let's just talk a little bit about lockdown. Do you have the same routine every day? I wish I did. I wish I did. Um, I used to work out between seven and sorry, between six and eight in the morning. Mm-hmm. But now my meeting started seven thirty. So, so a lot of the times I haven't brushed my teeth. You know, maybe I haven't even showered, but I showered for this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'm very pleased. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my, my routine has totally gone out of the window, but I'm hoping in the next couple of days, hopefully we'll see the news that they might extend the lockdown. I think 
this is what I'm hearing. Yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of gossip on the on the streets about what might happen, but nobody nobody knows except nobody Cyril. Knows, right? Exactly. Only Cyril knows. Um, yep. Now, what do you think is going to change permanently, and what's the world going to look like when this is done? I think that as human beings, we have a lot of stuff that we think we need that we don't need. Um, including, and I've been one of these people wanting to take a picture of every single thing that you see, your food, your this, and post it. And very few of us look up at people when we are at dinner because we want to tell other people how much of a good time we are having. And I think a lot of people are going to realize, actually put down your device, look up, because that's what's important. The people in your life, that's who's important. I think a lot of people who subsist on likes and fire emojis and love eye emojis and followers, you know, are going to realize what actually do I have to say more than people bigging me up? What can I do to keep people engaged other than to show them my travel pics, my bikini pics? Um, so I think there's a lot of mind shifting that's going to happen. But I also think as a country, it's going to be crucial for us now to realize that it's difficult to be social distancing when you're living in a densely populated area. And I think our government is going to have to work harder to see how we help people. And I think the fact that we have had very little lawlessness shows actually that our police system can work, that we can behave. So what the is going on? What is stopping us from actually like, getting our, our stuff together. So I think that those are the, they're, they're going to seem like incremental sort of tiny shifts, but I think they're huge in terms of um, how we see ourselves mentally as human beings and um, as a nation. All right. And are you scared of this coronavirus? As Cardi B calls, <laughs> coronavirus. Are you frightened of this? This shit is real. <laughs> this shit is real. Are, are, you, are you like sitting up in bed at night sweating over whether or not the coronavirus is going to get you? You know what's weird, Gareth? I watch, I don't know if you watch the Steven Soderbergh movie, Contagion. No, I, I avoided it on years purpose. Years ago. Yeah. I watched it years ago and mm. I was like, what a load of nonsense. You know, I started with some guy in China c- cutting a chicken and then sneezing. I just thought, oh, Hollywood is so fantastical. And then now it's happening and I'm realizing some of the things we poo-poo on actually are real. So while I'm not freaking out, I mean, I didn't go and panic by. I wasn't one of those people. I may have gone and gotten a little bit more booze, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you got enough supplies? <laughs> How are your supplies looking? Um, it's critical but stable at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> so if they do put us into lockdown, the thing you're going to go and stockpile is maybe some... Listen, listen. I'll be the first one there. <laughs> hey, baby. You know, some of us are just honest about what we need. No, we've got to be. We've got to be. So when I'm not freaking out, I do have hand sanitizer in the car, Okay. Um, in the house. Um, I do have gloves, mm-hmm. um, but I'm trying not to wear the glove mask situation because then you look like you have something as opposed to you're protecting yeah. yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm social distancing for real. Like I... I haven't, I think in the last six weeks, I've only been out of the house three times. That's, so, impre- that's very impressive. Wow. You're very disciplined. You are a disciplined Kada. 
Thank you. Thank you, Convex. And you, have you been out, G? Have you been? I just, no, I went to the shops um, since lockdown. I, I've yeah. only been to the shops twice and otherwise, no, just at home. But I mean, I've yeah. seen, like I've seen my, my, um, my brother and sister-in-law live just up the road. So I've seen the little nephews. And, you know, that was cool because it's a bit of an outing and that's a fun thing to do. But look, I think we've all just got to be a little bit sensible. Mm -hmm. And and I don't know whether we've got all the answers, but man, I I just I hope we get through this thing soon because we can't carry on on lockdown forever. I know. I I think a lot of it is just people just having the sense, just Mm. just stay at home. Just like it's not that serious. Nothing is that serious that you have to leave. You know what I mean? And I think. Our government did the right thing. I felt like we were led, um, but you know, after we did the first, made the first decision for lockdown, and I think subsequently we've done some very strange concessions that have just been a bit weird. But I think just people just need to calm down, relax. We can't continue like this, but we will continue like this if we don't listen. So, so just stay at home. before we go, you, you're doing some work with Discam at the moment, aren't you? Yes. Tell yes. me about so, that because that's very relevant to what we're going through. Yeah, exactly. So we pitched an idea as Black Powder to Discam. Discam is one of our clients. And um, at the time, we wanted um, to be in the studio with different people. I was not even meant to be a part of it. But then a couple of days later, um, lockdown was announced and we couldn't get anybody to host um, this program. And what we wanted to do was to give people tools to know how to deal with the virus through a through lifestyle content. So not necessarily saying go buy these meds only. Yeah, I mean it's a business, so they have to talk about themselves, but we didn't want to be tone deaf. Mm. I for creatively wanted to help people. You know, people are gonna feel depressed, as you said, people who are mothers are gonna be worried about their children. So there are all kinds of things that I thought that Discam being one of the few businesses that are open at this time could be helpful to the nation. So um, I then put my hand up and I said, okay, you guys can use my lounge and I will um, um, work as as a host. And it's been great. I, I like the fact that it's useful. I think that I have talked about mascaras and fashion and, and lashes and all kinds of shit that doesn't make sense. And I felt that with all the misinformation that's out there, um, a brand that can help people is what I want to be behind at the moment. So I'm glad to be be useful to South Africa and to people. And um, yeah, I hope the, the content is useful. Well, um, nothing you've ever done. Yeah, it's, a isn't, great, it's a great initiative. Nothing you've ever done isn't interesting. Oh. And that's one of the reasons we wanted to talk to you. And you look after yourself. Be safe. Uh, stay away from coronavirus. And we'll talk, <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Z. Thank you, G. And stay safe. Stay home. Cool. Cheers, Lerato. Bye-bye.